1: Worker of yours.
2: WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligieri. Brought
3: to you by Mighty Taco. Mighty Taco would go great right about now. By Minio
2: and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. And by Dent Neurologic
0: Institute. Developing solutions to neurological problems faced in our community. Good morning and welcome to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiuri, along with Frank Wolf from Western New York Athletics, Roger Weiss, and Derek Wengler from the Niagara Gazette in studio. Uh, we may have a special guest pop in in the hour sometime. We're still, we're still waiting on him, but uh, hopefully any minute. Good morning, guys. Morning, Good morning, y'all. How's everybody doing on this beautiful summer morning, <laughs> sarcastically speaking? Fantastic. <laughs> i'm sick of all of this rain i'm on vacation is all i've done i should say staycation all i've done is stay indoors when i'm not indoors i have running around to do i haven't been able to enjoy myself i wanted to take the kids to fantasy island you know, do a little bit of this a little of that nah not Ryan, having you want to
3: take your son out for uh oh uh, i don't know what do you call it? what's the combination of Breakfast, lunch, and dinner all at once. Oh, you mean Nicholas' one meal?
0: <laughs> it starts when he wakes up and ends when he goes to bed? That meal?
3: You, 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 you didn't confess uh, the day after uh, Frank treated us to the bison game. What, by the second inning, you were full?
0: Yeah, that's right. And Nicholas was just getting started. <laughs> he was. His face was covered in hot sauce, and that's the other thing. Now he's getting he had to be hot putting string.
3: some of that food in his pockets. <laughs> no. I mean, he only got so much room. Oh, no, my he,
0: <laughs> God. He had such a great time. He It was awesome. And, you know, Frank, I can't thank you again enough uh, for inviting us.
3: I mean, you know, you always hear, you know, fathers and sons bragging, you know, fathers to tell them, my kid's 18, but I could still kick his butt and clean up the floor with him and all that. They usually have things like that. Tony had to go down for the count and eat and when Nicholas is how old? Nine? <laughs> nine. <laughs> for a no few con- more weeks no contest he said, you know the only thing nicholas doesn't do is say he said dad don't even try don't even try dad
0: i don't want to embarrass you in public yeah well i uh i had a good time i mean i didn't want to get overly stuffed but i had some wings and a hot dog that was it that was
3: i was good after that and uh speaking of that subject you know this is a nice segue and all that they had an article in the uh, paper earlier this week about the, uh uh uh, Dwyer Stadium, Batavia and all that, for uh-huh. the Class A baseball. And uh, is it related to this show? Well, yeah, we've had a few of our high school players play a game or two. The most recent one I can remember is Kyle Hoppy. He right. played a couple games there. So, And uh, just for those of you who aren't uh, familiar with Dwyer Field, I thought I'd just read a brief excerpt from that article, if it's all right. Sure. Nobody hawks beer or popcorn, aside from an occasional burst of Uptown Punk or Sweet Caroline. What a surprise they play Sweet Caroline at an athletic event. It's pretty quiet. You can imagine the 1940s, you can savor the thwack of the bat. It's an old school ballpark, says Travis Sick, the team's young general manager, who sported a dapper suit. There's not a bad seat in the house, and you're seeing future pro stars. His advice to a newcomer hang out along the third base fence, grab a couple of autographs, then stop by the beer deck and grab a Philly cheesesteak or a Zweigel's White Hat, reminding you how close to Rochester you are. Get ready for this, Anthony. There's also Muck Dog Chow. Muck Dog Chow? The Rochester Garbage Plate. Oh, yeah, baby. Tears are going down Tony's, <laughs> excuse me, Anthony's cheek as we speak. So just a brief uh, excerpt, you know. That's nice. we have to get that subject off early so we can get to the... Old-time baseball feeling. Oh, yeah. And, that, and they're right. There's not a bad seat there, and uh, I really enjoy the games there. Uh, even uh, uh, baseball far west regionals a couple of times there a couple of years ago i saw hamburg win a far west regional there it's just like i say not a bad seat in the place all right guys let's get into
0: news and notes what do you have frank what do i have well it was announced this week
2: that sacred heart has found their new head coach uh carrie owens is on board at uh with the sharks she'll be taking over uh this winter congrats to her And uh, the Amherst boys' girls' uh, basketball camps are July 17th through the 21st. Hilbert boys and girls, they still have some basketball camps going. The boys have one more session July 10th through the 14th, while the girls are the 17th of July through the 21st, and a a second one in August for elite players. Uh, You can check out our Facebook page on Inside High School Sports for more details on those Camps. I know, Tony, you have another camp that you want to mention, so I'll let you do that. But uh, coaching vacancies, again, folks, uh, if you're interested in becoming a coach, there's plenty of vacancies out there, even for this fall. uh, On the Section 6 website, section6.e1b.org. I know Eden has several fall vacancies open. Ken East is looking for a boys' volleyball coach, among many others. So please, if you're interested in getting involved with high school sports and you want to coach, get yourself certified And uh, there's uh, some nice positions that are open, and they're paid, so hop on it. Those are my announcements, Tony. I have a couple shout-outs that I wanted to give out to. One is my hometown, the town of Tonawanda in Kenmore. Um, This coming Thursday, they're going to dedicate Sheridan one to the late Ray Caso, who coached at Cardinal O'Hara High School. He coached me when I was a terrible baseball player for many years. Um, Just an outstanding guy, great family. And this Thursday night, uh, between House League games, I want to say between 8 and 8.30, they're going to dedicate the field to him. there will be a nice little ceremony. His family will be on hand. They'll have a DJ. Nice. And uh, I think it's going to be a very special night for his family and a well-deserved honor.
3: Absolutely. Um, that means a lot to me, Anthony. Uh, I don't know if you noticed on the uh, excerpt Diana put on the uh, WGR Facebook page, but uh Ray Queso and I were inducted into the military on the same day, in March of 67, went through basic training together. Uh, <clears throat> also, he is a, I don't know which year, I want to say 65, maybe 1966, graduate of Riverside High School. Amongst other things, he did play football on that team, you know, during that, uh, Charlie Dingboom dynasty of the His early 60s to Oh, my he God. He was a... Uh, what was it, every uh, Harvard, every th- uh, Thanksgiving of that
0: decade, they were in the Harvard Cup championship 60, game?
3: In 60, they ended up playing a 0-0 tie against... Uh, Burgard. Burgard. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and uh, from 60 through 66, they won, or they tied that one And in the next five years. 61, they lost to that... Uh, Team that attended that shrine on Suffolk Avenue in uh, 14215, seven to nothing. Kensington won that year, and then Charlie Dingbooms Riverside Frontiersmen won 62 through 66 or seven, I believe. I get the school years and the uh, football seasons mixed up, but uh, you know, at the end of the Joe Irma, Joe Irman era, you know. Ray Caso, I believe. I'm guessing Ray was a senior when Joe Ehrman was either a freshman or a sophomore. So that was great teams. Sure. Uh, unprecedented.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I wanted to pass this along from uh, Sam Watts. Uh, he his uh, another special teams academy coming up July 14th through the 16th in Rochester at uh, Pittsburgh Sutherland High School. If you could go to academy.com academy.com and you can get more information on uh, sam watts special teams camp uh so check that out Uh, i know a lot of success with it and a lot of people uh get uh get a lot of uh, use out of that go ahead roger
3: yeah i just want to add uh, to what frank said about carrie owens that's a great fit and uh got to give a shout out to uh debbie laux for her career as an assistant and uh uh, briefly, as a head coach at uh, Sacred Heart Academy, uh, between family concerns and her business and all that, she just thought that was a little too much on her plate, so she is stepping back. Uh, and uh, finally, Anthony, uh, it's only about three weeks away. Lions Club All Star game. I know. Wednesday, July 26th to Pew High School.
0: It's uh, you know, I always say summer goes by in a blink of an eye. And it really does. Uh, Open registration for Niagara Falls Junior Football Club. That's going on right now. Go to nfjfc.com. You don't have to be a resident of Niagara Falls. If you want to uh, play on my team, the Cobras, we have some spots open. Uh, First come, first serve. Go online, get registered. Also, the Niagara Erie Youth Sports Association, otherwise known as NASA, is having their fourth annual youth football symposium. Parents and Players Clinic featuring Rob Curran and Jed, Chad Partozik. Uh, Aaron Hill from USA Football. He's the East Regional Manager. He will be on hand as well. July 20th, 6 p.m. North Tonawanda Athletic Association Field. 1241 Strad Avenue in North Tonawanda. Admission is free. If you're looking for further information, you can go to our Facebook page and uh, scroll. You can find this uh, flyer or simply go to NiagaraErieYouthSports.wordpress.com. So, if you want uh, more information on that, I will see you there that night, July 20th at 6 p.m. Uh, Nicholas and I, he wants to run through, go through the drills, and I'm saying, okay, I'll have at it. So, we'll be there. Love to meet you there. All right, that's it for news and notes on my end. Are you guys all good now? You know, I wanted to mention, uh, I spoke to Sam
2: Watts this week a couple times, uh, who runs that special teams, uh, those clinics, and, you know, he's willing to come to any high school for just a few minutes, just to take a look at how they're running their special teams operation. He's offered to come, and some coaches just, for some reason, don't want to spend the time on their kicking games or their special teams games, their return games. These are, I mean, I don't know how many games you guys went to last year, but the kicking (laughs) all throughout Section 6, and even to some degree in the Monsignor Martin, was I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. Atrocious last year.
0: This has been a, a pet peeve of ours for the last, I don't know how many years, Raj, that we've been doing this. We talk about it every year. And, uh, I always bring up the game Sweet Home against Aquinas at All High Stadium in the playoffs. And, Raj, uh, you might have a better memory than me. Oh, no. There's only a few seconds left on the clock. And to watch Aquinas get their offense off the field, their, uh, their special teams on the field set up, kick a uh, field goal before the clock hit zero. It was unreal. It was like watching a military outfit. They were so precise. Everybody knew what they were doing. You could tell they spent a lot of time on special teams.
3: Exactly. There no, forget about two-minute drill. That was like a 35-second drill or something like that. How many plays and everything and knew exactly how much say, time they had to have left on the clock for that Again, no timeouts to run on the field, set up, and uh perfectly accurate uh snap from center. And that's the key. You know, even these schools that have, well, oh, watch this guy punt. Watch this guy punt. Yeah, sure. When he's standing there with nobody rushing and they don't have to, he just holds the ball and kicks. Yeah, he can kick 40, 45 do- yards down the field. But all, all of a sudden in the situation with uh, defensive linemen just ready to charge and all that, and the ball goes back to the punter, and it looks like it's slow motion compared to the way it should be, not the crisp snap and all that. And before the guy can even drop the ball for a drop kick, guy tackles him. It's there's just they, they, and like it's, you it, And it's
0: tough to work the special teams in when you have uh, X amount of time to put in. But maybe instead of, you know, maybe take a week off of that seven-on-seven passing camp in the summer and have Sam Watts come out there and do something with your team for special teams. It's so important. How many times you watch a game and you see, "Oh, well, if they would have made that extra point, they might have won the game or had they been able to kick that field goal as time was expiring or had they, you know, were able to get a better punt off and pin the other team as opposed to uh, uh you know,
3: uh, you know a short punt or a punt return or kickoff return for a touchdown." But how many of these high schools use their actual center to snap the ball for you know punts and or uh placement kicks? They don't. Half the time it's a skill player, a halfback, uh a receiver, whatever, because the you know the defensive lineman cannot hit the uh the long center protector. Right. right. So I don't see how that could be so disruptive to a seven on seven, whatever. They could take that for the side what, 10 minutes, just snap back to the kicker? Kicker don't even have to kick it just to get used to that.
0: Another problem, too, is, and, and I don't know if it's a problem, just a, uh, uh, an, I don't know, an observation, I guess, is that uh, you don't have the availability of the soccer players during football season. Is that correct? It depends. Some some events.
1: It's up been. to the school from and what start I point, understand. I had, had a kid uh, uh, from the soccer team. He played both. He played goalie for the soccer team, and he kicked for the uh for the football team, and a start point. It's
3: it's not a le- – I don't think it's a league thing or a section thing. It's my understanding it is up to the school. It is the school's choice. You know, it's
2: it's amazing how many games I was at last year, and I think, Derek, you were at one of these games at Niagara Falls. Did they play – was it McKinley a playoff game, Niagara Falls-McKinley? Niagara Falls-Hutch Tech
3: was a playoff game. Hutch okay. Tech. Uh, yeah, because uh, McKinley was A, Hutch Tech was double A.
2: Okay, Niagara Falls-Hutch Tech, I saw seven – I remember distinctly seven snaps that were all, w- troubled, simple, easy snaps. It wasn't like a terribly cold, windy. It was rainy a little day. windy, but it wasn't that it, bad. N- not that it should have had this right. kind of effect, but that game just marred by by ugly special teams units, um, you know. And that's the difference between winning and losing. A it's lot of the taken time, it's taken for
3: granted so much, and I don't understand why. Yeah, It really is. I mean, you know, again,
0: is, is it come down to time management? For the coaches, you know, you talk about coaches that have turned it down. And I'm not, you know, trying to come up with excuses, but some of these coaches, football's turned into an all-year job. And, you know, between the, the film study and uh, the clinics, and the, the, you know, these guys are busy. It is. And, you know, no matter
2: what you say, it doesn't pay enough. It really doesn't. A lot of no, these, it doesn't. these coaching positions don't pay enough. So I feel for the, some of these head coaches. You know, they have families too, and they're teachers, Right. or not. And some of them are coaching multiple sports. But especially with football, if we want to catch up to Ohio or Pennsylvania, forget trying to catch up to Alabama and these in Texas. But if, if we want to
3: catch up to Section Five, forget it, about Ohio and Pennsylvania. There you go. How about Section Five? Start paying these guys and and treat it
2: with you know w- the way it needs to be treated. It's for a lot of these kids. It's a way out. For a lot of these kids, we talk about on the show. It's a way out. Get these kids working. Keep them off the street. Keep them busy. Football's a way out. You know, we need to,
0: you know, well, all spend sports is a way out. Yeah. It's not just football. Uh, but then that leads to you know the conservative side of me, like, oh, what about school budgets? That's such a big, uh, a big problem. And you go raising the salaries, which I believe they should be raised. Uh, You know, now you're looking at people arguing. You know, I don't want my taxes going up just so that you could have a winning football team. Because not everybody looks at high school sports the same way the four of us do.
2: Well, absolutely not. That's why you don't have that that spring football like we talked about, and we've had arguments up and down our Facebook page in the last couple of months. Um, You know, we just don't treat it like other states do. But and Roger's absolutely right. Section five is. Leaps and bounds ahead
0: of where we are. I wouldn't say they're leaps and bounds ahead of us, but uh, they definitely have a leg up. You know, there's a two-year stretch. Well, no, stretch but, where I mean, we you got to learn to uh, eight, uh, crawl
3: before you walk. And like Frank is saying, Ohio and Pennsylvania. Let's you know make sure we hold our own in New York State before we start trying to compete with, you know, Pennsylvania, Ohio, and you know, God forbid, Texas and Florida and all those powerhouses.
0: Yeah, it comes down to you know what you think the emphasis should be on sports and what the emphasis should be on academics i think they're both very very important and uh what the community is willing to pay in taxes for school tax you know that's those are big things to think about there's no really simple answer i guess is what i'm trying to say
2: those are things people really don't think about and when you get down to it money i mean what kind of effect does it have on the the people who live in those school districts that's something that a lot of people don't consider
0: yeah. All right, guys, let's take a break. When we come back, I kind of figured we'd uh, just throw around uh, thoughts today, uh, memories, things that uh, this past year that we will hopefully remember for years to come. We're going to have that, maybe throw in some pet peeves and things like that. Just kind of have some fun for the hour. We'll be back on the other side of the break. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. We're back. You're listening Inside High School Sports. Tony Calagiri along with Frank Wolf, Roger Weiss, Derek Wangler in studio. We were hoping Marquel was going to show up today. But uh, he says, told me last night, oh, I'm not going out. I'll be, in, uh, I'll be in in the morning. He's in town celebrating his birthday. Happy birthday, Marquel. Uh, sorry that you couldn't make it in this morning. We would have loved to have seen you, but uh, hopefully you had a good one.
2: He's definitely he was out.
0: <laughs> I think he's still eating pizza and chicken wings, <laughs> trying to catch up. He doesn't get that in uh, Utica anymore. But a
3: lot of candles to blow out. There, yeah, but. way back when, Raj. <laughs> way back when. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Frank? That uh, when they bring in the uh, uh, birthday cake with the candles, it sets off the smoke alarm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fourth of July
0: coming up, and <laughs> hopefully everybody has a great Fourth, and uh, you know, put extra burgers on for Roger. <laughs> That'll make make him happy. All right, let's get back to uh the show we we're talking about. Uh I don't guess can go down memory lane of this past season. It was a lot of fun and it went by way too fast. It seems like yesterday, well we were sitting here ramping up for for the uh football season to start and just like that football's over basketball's over baseball softball lacrosse, the
3: next thing you over you're opening the show as school is out yeah it's uh
0: it's amazing how fast it, it goes by i think the older we get the faster that clock moves if we could just slow it down a little bit i'd be too happy guys some of the memories that uh i don't know things that pop into your head from this past year it frank
2: was, it was a great year i think i think for a lot of schools uh, i mean Star Point uh, is back on the map for a lot of reasons. Uh, They had an incredible football season, ended up at uh, Ralph. And, you know, it started with a nice new scoreboard, new field, and all that. Coach, uh, I can never pronounce his name right. Kevin Arrow. Thank you very much, Kevin. Kevin Arrow, yeah. Just, it was great seeing him back at the Ralph. He had been, I think he was there 20 some odd years before that as a first time around coach with Star Point. Uh, So it was nice seeing them get there. And they have a lot of young players there. So I would expect Star Point to. to be back in conversation when we talk about the teams that will be really good next year and f- probably for years to come.
0: Al's got a great staff at Star Point, and those guys work hard. I know that. Not
3: the least of which is our good friend, Mr. Nate Butel.
0: Yeah, he's amongst, uh, Line amongst them. Line
3: coach. Yep.
2: What, what else can you say about Dunkirk football? Absolutely. They came out, almost, they, they came out of nowhere. If you, they came out of nowhere this year. They really did. Um, a lot of fun players on that team. Um you made it uh, the upset of Ch- Um and then getting to the Ralph. That was just, what a special... And
3: winning at the Ralph. And
2: winning at the Ralph. Going downstate. The Far West Regional. Yeah, I mean, take your hat off to that coach and, and those kids, lifetime memories for them.
3: I mean, didn't they make it to the state uh, West Semi and lost at the West Semi? I wasn't going to bring that up. Oh, okay. I thought, <laughs> you know. Well, you said Ralph. It sounded like you were stopping there. My bad.
2: <laughs> Wait the nerf.
3: the nerf, the Nerf. Excuse me,
2: sorry. Um, Bennett football, third straight sectional title uh, uh, in three different classes. They get to uh, they came out to the Ralph and Isaiah McDuffie winning the Connolly Cup.
0: Special year for Bennett, yeah. And obviously now it's a a new school. Still not sure what the name of it is, um, but uh, it was an end. Well, they're
3: going to play football under the name of Bennett. Oh, they are. Yes. I, I was
0: under the impression that it was going to be. Uh, several names thrown together uh, to uh, make up the new name or the new school. But yeah. anyway, we're closing out the end of an era for well, you know Bennett as a standalone. Right. Uh, Frank
3: did mention uh, Isaiah McDuffie uh, the, uh, playing for Bennett and all that. I just want to emphasize so he matriculated at the shrine on uh, Suffolk Avenue, Anthony. He was a student at Olmsted at Kensington. So. And then the uh, brand new football field at Williamsville North. I was just going to say when you mentioned uh, Star Point, you got Will yeah. North, you got Star Point, Sweet Home, all these new fields. Uh, that's uh, one of the positives we have to bring out from the football Absolutely. season,
2: and you know it brings out the community too. The community. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean,
3: I was at to a toy.
2: Yeah, I was at that first Will North game, and the place was packed. Place was packed, nice ceremony.
0: I went to Um, the Sweet Home, uh, I I don't know, inauguration of the field for whatever you want to call it. I
3: was there a week later because I think it might have been the same night. I was at the uh, uh, Star Point, Chris, thing. I want to say, Derek, I think the Will North first game there was Niagara-Wheatfield.
2: I think it was a Niagara-Wheatfield game, and I had seen Niagara-Wheatfield a couple times before, and I knew that they were having a tough time. But I'll tell you what they played Will North, who I thought was going to beat him by thirty forty points. I didn't think it was going to be him close. Yeah, yeah. They played him tough in saying. that first game. Yeah, and uh, and it sparked a certain. I don't think Niagara like, got a whole lot better then, but they found a quarterback that day, I believe. Yeah, nice young sophomore kid. Yeah, Jordan Park. Yeah,
0: and, and they were coming off of the year before where they had closed out the season with four or five straight wins, so. including uh, consolation do the same thing this year <laughs> yeah so you know they're looking to turn things around they want to be competitive they want to challenge uh, maybe as everyone
3: have, else does maybe they should have captain's practices or something earlier in the year they seem to be late bloomers you know <laughs> first or after the first or second game is they're almost out of it and then they start playing and just barely miss the playoffs. She just
1: start, started scrimmaging uh, in, uh, in, uh, in August, is what you're saying. Get, well, get, get yeah, the they, losses out of the way. Yeah, but you can't <laughs> do it
3: legally. Just you can have captain's practices. <clears throat> now, you're
0: bringing up something that uh, a lot of young listeners might not remember or be aware of. Uh, we had a thing called captain's practices. You know, when I played, the coaches could not talk to us, do anything with us two weeks prior to the season so we would have captains practices and essentially, you know, you get up on the phone because there was no internet and you call up anybody who you had a phone number for. Hey uh Frank, No we'll be- <laughs>
3: internet, no cell phones, <laughs> no
0: Facebook, no Twitter, then? uh no hashtag uh you know, uh fangs out and nothing like that. We had to get out there and uh make phone calls and you know, all right, we'll meet you at Dewey Field and you know we'll 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 go for a couple of hours and that was the extent of our off season training. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the one football
2: game that I won't forget. Uh, there's two of them actually. Cheek, Mary Maryville at the end of the year, um, the Desiderio kid and was it Bartozek, the quarter? Who's the what a game by those two quarterbacks? And I think I believe is done, but that that other kid is only a sophomore, going to be a junior. I believe Desiderio. Oh my God! I can't wait to watch what he has left in the tank. Um, incredible game. But then the other one was Grand Island North Tonawanda. That incredible comeback.
1: Yeah, that game was just that was uh, that's one of my top one of my top memories from this past year. That was that was just such an incredible game. I mean, North Tonawanda went up twenty one nothing, and then you know Connor Busby and, and Grand Island just just really stormed all the way back. I mean, some of the passes that that Busby threw in that game, and he was. Technically the backup because Cam right. had had, um, you know, kind of become the starter, and the two of them, uh, you know, were both kind of one A and one B sort of thing. But uh, you know, Cam Cianco got hurt, so Connor Busby comes in, and you think when the backup comes in that you're going to get some drop in production, but that wasn't the case. He came in, he threw four touchdowns, and I mean, some of the passes that he threw were just absolute dimes. And of course, Kanishus goes on. I was
2: just going to say we got to mention Kanishus state can you champions. Not? How can you not mention you gotta mention them? The and in dynamic to fashion and too.
3: How coincidental is that? We just got done talking about uh special teams. Uh they didn't have any trouble long snapping at Kinesis and all that and getting the placement down for Blake Halbio. Uh
0: they spent a lot of time in you know, in uh in talking with the coaches, uh they uh emphasize how much time they spend working on uh getting the snap the hold, put down, the kick, the whole nine yard, they do it. And and obviously it, it worked out for them.
3: Yeah, Blake Halbio he's on his way to what? Ohio State. Ohio State.
0: Yeah, I may have heard of that
3: school. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Tony was going to try not to mention it, but we weren't going to let him get away with that. The other thing I remember, uh, sadly, uh, how uh, Maple Grove lost the state championship game. They were in overtime, they had already stopped their opponent, whose name escapes me at the time. First and goal from the five. They got four downs to get the ball in five yards. They used to average five yards on one down. What happens? Uh ball is snapped. The quarterback s- hits the foot of the pulling guard, loses control of the ball. They recover, and then they go on to win in the a- second or third overtime that had to be a crushing loss for that's you know, sickening, yeah. Kurt Fisher and all his people down there that was a great maple grove team just came up a little bit short and uh other thing I'll think about football season's uh two of the coaches that are stepping down at least two of them, and that's coach Fowler and and I don't think it's permanent but uh Jancy coach Jancy won't be uh you were reading my mind weren't you
0: because that's exactly where I was going to go uh, go next.
3: Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I no, didn't it's okay. you were going you, you, there, you but you s- know, stole it. I'll just go uh, home am sure early Eric now. will be back. We need <laughs> Eric to be involved. He's you know between him and Len Jankowitz, I don't know where our high school football players in Western New York would be without those two men.
0: Hey, Eric, if you're bored, you want to uh, coach with us at Niagara Falls? Come on, <laughs> come on. Contact me. We'll get you on there. Love to have you working with the line, Lancaster.
2: <laughs> Lancaster, Lancashire, you can't. Talk about the fall football season. I'll bring in a Blancaster. They had an incredible season as well.
0: Never mind Mm -hmm. that. Sean Brusso's going back there. That's more important. Yeah.
3: (laughs) And, uh, well, their football player, uh, three sport athlete of the year, uh, LG Castillo. Yep. Not too shabby on a football field. Uh, Great receiver. And uh, he held his own on the uh, basketball court as well. He did most of the dirty work on the basketball court. Absolutely. He's up for player of the year,
2: you know, across the board. He dominated. You know, at times uh, on the court, uh, especially on the football field, and we know how great he is on the baseball field.
3: He probably is one, what do you want to say, one-sided favorite, uh, a no-brainer. Last one that I thought was a no-brainer that quick would have been uh, our friend from uh, Silver Creek, Zeddy. LG is probably the closest I've seen to Zeddy Williams you know, it's hard to compare baseball to lacrosse, but uh
0: no, no. But I hear what you're saying in in the ability to dominate in three sports. You know, it's one thing to play three sports, but to dominate in them that's another. So yeah, that's uh, definitely tip of the cap. Don't you, know, hear you mentioned uh, John Faller uh, stepping down. Uh, you know, we had him on a few weeks ago after forty something years. We're seeing less and less of those long term coaches. And I think uh, part of the problem is the pressure that parents are putting on schools that, you know, if their son is not pl- getting the playing time that they think the child deserves, they're going to the school board, they're complaining, they're getting upset, and, and all that. And it's making it more and more difficult uh, for coaches to want to stick around.
2: I agree. It's more accessible to get a hold of the people in charge today than it was 20, 30 years ago. I mean, their emails are public knowledge, their office numbers, extensions, phones are off the hook, emails are off the hook, and it's usually for stupidity. You know, the coach said my kid wasn't trying hard enough or he missed three practices or some ridiculous excuse. You know, all, all good reasons for a player to get benched and parents just... Pet peeves. We'll get to this. Right? Yeah, it's this. definitely under pet um, two peeves. Two other football things I wanted to mention. Uh, it was great seeing St. Joe's uh, and Casey Kelly. Um, it, it, you know, being a big Bills fan, I'm sure we all are. And what we saw with Jim and then his brother Chad. You know, Casey Kelly uh, at St. Joe's, I think, is going to have a huge impact on that school. Now I he's he's, called, he's a the senior
0: this junior, this junior, junior. Oh, yeah, junior yeah, this coming year.
2: I saw him in that first game against South Park and. He'll be he will be mentioned in county cup talk this year. There's no question about it. He I think he is that good, and he plays multiple sports as well.
0: And I can't wait to watch him on the field.
2: And um, there was one other football thing I had. I wanted to thank the the guy at Niagara Falls that does the band that brings that. Band <laughs> out. That's Another thing that, yeah. that I really enjoy. That's one of the great things games. about going to a Falls game: and seeing the band. Yeah, oh, the the basketball <laughs>
1: games too. I mean, it, it, they really. Take over that place. Yeah, my two favorite basketball teams to watch
3: that I always want to make the, at least make the, uh, you know, the final four at Buff State uh, is uh, Niagara Falls and Panama because they always bring their bands and the atmosphere is so much different. I don't want to, you know, try not to root against any team. The only teams that I root against are the team that, uh, Panama and Niagara Falls are playing in the semis just so they can bring the band back for the finals,
0: <laughs> so selfish reasons, I hear you, Raj, all right guys, we'll take a break. we're gonna come back we'll uh I don't know, go. B- Go back, continue going back down memory lane and maybe throw out some pet peeves of ours. Don't forget, you're going to want to keep it locked here on WGR Sports Radio 550 all day. NFL free agency is going around, going on right now. We'll see what the Sabres are up to. And you basically be hearing a lot of that from, I don't know, from 11 o'clock to 5 o'clock uh, between the next two shows. So make sure you keep it locked here for all of your Sabre updates. Oh, and uh, Alan Davis, our fearless leader, as he turns Turned into like Bobby Orr yet? I mean, is he pumped in a couple hundred goals? I want, you know how's he doing. He might have the record for goals by a defenseman in this. I think last time I checked, it was like thirteen hundred to twelve eighty
1: or something. So <laughs> the the score was getting pretty crazy. But supposedly a lot of the guys are dealing with blisters on their feet, Ouch. and it's really uh, that's been the biggest issue for the guys.
0: And how much longer do they have to go? Monday morning, eight AM ish. Oh, best of luck, guys! That's like a the thirty gold differential, then. Yeah, right yeah, but that's, that's easy. Close that's close. Considering, yeah, I that's mean that can be made game. up in a few yeah, minutes. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, so, uh, just a day, right? yeah. <laughs> so, hats off to the guys that are participating in the eleven-day challenge and Allen Davis making everybody forget that Bobby Orr ever played hockey. So, we'll have more inside <laughs> high school sports coming up next. Wait, Bobby, who? <laughs> <laughs> We're back. You're listening to one last segment of Inside High School Sports. Shout out to Michael Reese, proud Cardinal O'Hara parent working on my truck right now. <laughs> so shout-out to Michael Reese. All right, guys, we're going down memory lane and we're talking, lot—you know, obviously, a lot about football, uh, but there was also basketball and baseball, and <clears throat> obviously, if you're going to talk about uh, basketball, you've got to mention what Dom Welch did in breaking Richie Campbell's uh, record. Yeah. That has to be one of the uh, premier stories of the <clears throat> year. Yeah,
1: well, if we're talking about records, let's go to the other football real quick. Uh, Maddie, Maddie Pizzino in soccer. Uh, she broke the New York State uh, scoring record this year, uh, and then uh, scored a hat trick in the sectional final to that uh, all? <laughs> to, to finally get uh, uh, you know Grand Island uh, a sectional title, um, and uh, you know it, it's surprising. She, I mean she was she was six year player that was her, that was her first sectional title was that you know th- this year. And uh, you know they they went to the uh, the Far West Regional uh, as far as that's as far as they've gone since she's been there. Biggest problem
3: <laughs> she was a contemporary with uh, Marissa brazon at Will East a year ago. Will East beat them in the uh, uh, Class A final. Just two great uh, female soccer players going head to head, and I don't know if they'll be going head to head in college because uh, Marissa is going to Ohio State and Maddie Pizzino is going to Florida State. Yeah, you know it's, we're lucky if we can get one. A year that would go to a you know top level uh school for a sport to get two in one year that's saying something yeah. so we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that
1: yeah i got a couple and then in uh, uh in, in hoops north tonawanda beating will south in the uh uh i think it was a sectional semifinal. um a big upset there well you know the the numbers would tell you that's an upset right but will south was uh was the number three team in class uh a and North Tonawanda took them out, and then took out Amherst after that to win the sectional title. You know, a lot of people didn't really give them a, a shot there, but NT uh, yeah, that a, was an
0: amazing run. N,
1: NT made it made a really great run. And and
0: did NT have a share of the? Uh, did they have a share of the NFL title with Niagara Falls? And yeah, it
1: was a three way tie. three way tie. Okay, it was yeah. them and Ken West. No, it was Ken West, uh, Tonawanda, and uh, Great Island Lockport. Oh, Lockport. Yep.
3: Then on the girls' side, we got to mention. Uh, Panama, with their band or without their band, for the third straight year, they went all the way to the state finals. Uh, well, two years ago, they went to the state semifinals. It was a de facto championship game then. Lost to Hovelton three years in a row, but three times down to New York State. And this year with Paige McCormick finally leaving Hovelton, Panama Girls... Assuming they can get by Class D, might have a chance.
0: Yeah, you gotta give a shout out to Fredonia Baseball and what they've done over the last uh, several years. It turned into a jogger nut.
3: Yeah, and girls basketball too. They yeah. went to the state semi, so congratulations to Carol <coughs> Zirkel and her lady hillbillies. The yeah. Boys,
1: yeah the uh, and then, then uh you know going to spring, the baseball season, uh, John Bender threw a perfect game this year at Wilson that's a, you know, really moment, uh, really uh you know a really incredible moment a really incredible thing you know he went through seventy seven pitches, ball didn't leave the infield, <laughs> and uh going in when you know he didn't feel that great, didn't feel that great going into the game Threw a perfect game, so wow um and, and then uh, just because i'm a, just because I'm a bowler, gotta to mention the bowler Nate Maloney, fifth straight states appearance this year, third straight year, he led the section um and he's a lacrosse player. So, you know, that's that's his How many main yeah, pardon me for being multi talented. <laughs> yeah. How
3: many bowling balls does he use? Um, <laughs> yeah. I,
1: well, his dad's a uh, his dad's a pro shop uh uh he he runs a, his dad runs a pro shop, so I'm sure he's got a ton. <clears throat> dad, his ball's got a nick, I
3: need a new one. <laughs> uh softball, gotta mention softball. Two teams uh went uh three teams went downstate, two of them out, won the semi final. Both of them lose the final, one nothing and Wow. It's just, well, hats off to the pitcher against that beat Will East. I mean, you know, if you shut them out, you're doing something. Right. Uh, and uh, again, boy, you know, you don't mind getting beat in a game like that, but when you lose a game, especially for odd reasons, and we've lost, I can remember Fredonia years ago lost a championship game one to nothing. Girl on second base for, uh, with Susquehanna Valley. Two balks brought her in for the winning run. Yes. Two balks all of a sudden. Uh, a couple of years ago, Starpoint point, they uh, lose a the semifinal game on a questionable home run. Was it fair or foul? Uh, I don't mean to question it. There were people out there, but when the umpire had explained to the coach, well, when it went by third base in the air, it was still fair on a fly ball. So, And then the pew this year on catcher's interference by a girl – The catcher for Depew is smaller than the world interference. How can she have interference at home plate? They lose one to nothing. But it was great down there. Carson Cotton, great year, great career for... uh, Niagara Niagara University bound, Chris. Going to my alma mater, Niagara University. KC, and I don't mean Kansas City on the head. I mean... Carson Cotton. Cotton. How about a uh, shout out
0: to Frontier Girls Lex, uh, Tim Mislinski? Uh, you know, well, no, he didn't
3: come in here and get his haircut, so I'm not, <laughs> mentioning, his <laughs> I'm not mentioning Tim Mislinski's name on the air. <laughs>
0: I wonder if he did get his haircut or not. He did? He he did.
3: did? Yeah, Yeah, there was a picture in the Hamburg yeah. Sun.
2: He did get the haircut. Oh, uh,
0: and we wanted to have it done here on this the show. The flop,
2: but. the flop, the girls' hockey team <laughs> went all the way to states. So. Yeah. Got to mention uh, Freddie Freddie Nixon, the St. Joe's outstanding wrestling season he had. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: Niagara Weefield wrestling. uh, They won the first team duels uh, this year. Uh, Matt Chico went to states, and then the McDougals Justin uh, went all the way to the state uh, final. And uh, Warren went to this went to states, and their cousin uh, Justin McDougall from Niagara Falls also went to states. Great wrestling uh, season for Wheatfield and, uh, and Niagara Falls. And sad
0: for Lockport and losing Scappoletti as uh, as right. the head coach. That's right, uh, what he's done, he done, what he has done to that wrestling program is absolutely amazing, and what he means to the wrestling community. Uh, so hopefully, there's some way that uh, he sticks around.
1: Yeah, and, then and then one more see. wrestler, Lathal Seuss, Division Two, uh, two eighty five pound uh, state champion.
3: Quickly, got to mention Chris Tour. Took uh, the softball team to the state uh, final four, so he's done that in three different sports now, soccer, basketball, and softball. St- Frank,
0: one last item. St. Joe's Hockey and Will North winning state championships. Congratulations to yes. guys as well. Outstanding. All right, guys, thank you for a great show. Have a happy and safe 4th of July, and we will see you guys next week with more Inside High School Sports. How powerful is Cox Internet?